Welcome to the Hooked on Fantasy Podcast with your host, Luke Sawhook. And Hutchison Brown. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hooked on Fantasy. I'm your host, Hutchison Brown, along here with Luke Sawhook, your co-host. And we were both co-hosts here. It's going to be a fun show. We got a fun show today. We're talking some playoff strategies. We're going to talk about some things you want to keep in mind going through your fantasy football playoffs as long as you made it. And talking about some waiver wire options during the playoffs as well. It's going to be a really interesting show. How are we doing tonight, Luke? I'm doing great, man. As you mentioned, yeah, it should be a pretty fun show tonight. I think fantasy football playoffs are always a very interesting thing to discuss in terms of mm-hmm. strategy. Very different than the regular season as far as the way you attack your waiver wire pickups, what positions you want to play, looking for floor, looking for ceiling, playing those matchups, see who, you know, planning ahead for future weeks. Um, it's all about winning, baby. We got to win now. It's not about, oh, oh yeah, step guy for two weeks. It's about putting together these dubs and stacking those dubs all the way to the promised yep. land, baby. So yeah, should be a great episode. I'm looking forward to it. Appreciate everyone out there who's listening to Hooked on Fantasy this deep into the season. We know it's not peak Absolutely. fantasy football content time in week 15 of the NFL season. Um, you know, it's, it's more like July, August. But I appreciate everyone who's sticking with us right now. And we'll have a lot of more mm-hmm. content coming for you guys this offseason. Absolutely. The show is a high priority for me personally. So I can't wait to get into that. But yeah, let's get things started. And I also want to say before we really get into it here, we're recording this live during the second quarter of Thursday Night Football. Right we now, are. the Raiders are 21-0. to Jacoby Myers scored a touchdown. Zamir White got a touchdown. And I think Trey Tucker got a touchdown. For he the Raiders, did. He so. did. Yeah, he got a touchdown as well. Brandon yeah, Stanley ain't making it for half of this game, guys. Yeah, Brandon Stanley didn't get fired it. yesterday. He ain't making it. He ain't making it for no, halftime. He, like I'm, I'm telling you, he ain't making it. <laughs> No, dude, he needs to go. He needs to go bad. bad. I, I, Kevin from Personal Corner is actually a Chargers fan, and he is totally on that same page. You know, he is personally yeah, he thinking that he needs to go bye-bye immediately. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. not immediately, like before immediately, like, you know, a year ago. Um, it's yeah, just so bad over there for them. But, you know, listen, the Raiders are playing good football right now. Aiden O'Connell's dealing so far tonight. This offense is moving it really, is. really, really well. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he chucked the ball. I mean, Jacoby Myers made a great catch. If you saw the catch he by did. Jacoby Myers for that touchdown, he made a beautiful catch. It was basically just 20 yards out, one month, one on one on the sideline. Jacoby Myers dove out for it and made a great catch in the end zone. But, uh, Aiden O'Connell couldn't have placed that ball better. Like, that was a perfect no, ball. It was, it was great. I mean, Jacoby Myers had to go out and make a play, but it couldn't have been a better place ball. He put the ball exactly where it needed to be for Jacoby Myers to reach out and make that play. It was beautiful. No, I, you know I totally agree with you. He really has. Yeah, he put it right where only he could get it. You know, he didn't drop yep, it right in the 100%. bucket. He had to lay it a little bit. But I always say with those deep balls, I'd rather have my quarterback overthrow it than underthrow it every time. So oh, 100%. That's, that's kind of my mentality personally. 100%. Yep. That's it, man. All right, man. Well, let's get into it here. Let's get into these some of these playoff strategy topics. First and foremost, you know, how do you attack the fantasy playoffs round by round? What's your mentality going in? How much luck do you think is involved and how much skill do you think is involved? Man, it's really, really tough. You know, when you think about luck and skill and the balance between those two things, I think it's really interesting because I'm in a league right now. Um, I'm in the I'm in the Kings Classic League from the Expo. You know, I drafted. It was a pretty big league. Some of the bigger names were in there. I got to draft some pretty big people. It was pretty fun. I'm actually in first place in that league right now. I've got the first nice. round by looking good uh, in one of the two leagues. The other one, I'm not even in the playoffs, I don't think. But this one, I am I'm in first place. The thing is, I'm like fifth in points. So it's oh. kind of it's kind of weird. I got a little lucky with points against me. I got a little lucky and maneuvered my way to first place with my record at eleven and three, better than anyone in the league. But uh, 
I also mean, I did have a good team. Like my team made it through. We went to the playoffs, but it's funny. I feel like I don't deserve that number one seed because of the points. Hey, no, you score. deserve it, man. You deserve it. Don't think I about went for it. The number one spot, man. I, I'm going for it. So I'm going to be in the first round pie. I'm going to go on to the next round. I'll be playing against somebody. I don't know who it is yet. It'll be fun. But that, that, that just really struck me this week when I saw that I was like, I don't know how much I deserve to be number one because I am like I'm middle of the pack in terms of the league in terms of points for. So it's a really, really interesting concept. And there's some people who like miss out in the playoffs, even though they're like first in the league in points. I remember a couple of years in my home league, my first time, the first year I did my home league around my neighborhood, with a bunch of, you know, friends of mine that happened to me. I was like first in the league in points by like 200 points on anyone. And I didn't even make yeah. the playoffs. And I was just like, that's crazy. I was like, this is the worst league I've ever created. I'm not doing anymore. <laughs> We've done it the last couple of years. It's been fun, but uh, it was terrible. So I think there's some skill involved because obviously you got to have a good team, you know, to make the playoffs. You got to have a really good team, but you also, there's some luck involved as well. I mean, if, if teams are having great weeks against you, they're piling up good weeks into you. You're, you're, it's, it's tough. So it's a, it's a really fun balance between luck and skill. And that's what I love about fantasy football. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely agree. You, you definitely need a good team that you've put together to win games, right? But I think, yep. again, with fantasy football, when in terms of the whole, like, luck versus skill thing, I think where a lot of the luck comes in for the fantasy playoffs is you have to win so many games in a row, right? Like, that's very difficult to do in fantasy football. Straight yeah. together, three, two wins in a row, depending on if you have a buy or not. That's very difficult. You know, it's, it's a very hard to, you know, roll the dice so many weeks in a row with your roster, those matchups, everything that's so dependent. You're getting consistent production out of your top playmakers. It's very difficult to do. It really is. I honestly think a lot of it with fantasy football, you know, the, determining the quote-unquote skill side of a player is a lot of based on those points for during the season. You know what I mean? There's yeah. only something you can really control in fantasy. And that's so, you know, scoring as many points as you can every single week, right? You win some, you lose some, you know, sometimes you you have the second most points scored in the league that week and you lose. Like, that's just the nature of fantasy football. You know, the record obviously means something. It means you have a a team that scores a lot of points most of the time, but you can have a Mickey Mouse schedule and barely score points and win a lot of games, or you can yeah. score a ton of points and end up like six and seven or something. You know, it's very, very possible to do things like that. For example, in my in my front office work league uh, with the Renegades, I, I have the most points scored, uh, most points for scored in that league, but well over a hundred points, and I am in sixth place. I made it into the playoffs barely. Um, and I have the most points scored by a lot. Like, it's just the way it goes, man. So Yeah, I saw, I saw you tweeting about that at one point. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the true test of how good of a fantasy player you are is how many points you're scoring. And yeah. then also those wins also help your resume a bit there. The playoffs don't really matter for skill, in my opinion, determining how no, good don't. of a player you are. Obviously, everyone wants to win. Everyone wants the trophy. Everyone wants, makes our everyone wants to rub it too. in your face. But as far as pointing to it and saying, hey, I'm a fa better fantasy player than you, look at my trophy case. Uh, uh I think it's more of year over year consistency. Your teams perform well. Obviously, your injuries and stuff can kind of you know rattle those expectations. But for me, I want to see you consistently performing at a high level, putting up wins, scoring points, making the correct lineup choices yeah, yeah. year in year out, making good trades, working the waiver wire, making those transactions. That's what I really think sets you apart. And getting into some of my strategy pieces here for the fantasy and playoffs. One, can I add one thing real quick? Yeah. When you were saying you were making the right start decisions, I love what Sleeper did this year. Something that they did this year that's new. They added uh, the max points percentage to every team. So when you look across the teams in your league, you can see how many, what's the percentage of points that they've scored that they could have scored. Like I'm, I like right now in my home league, I'm at like 94%, which means that I've scored 94% of my potential points, which is pretty good. That seems high. That seems that pretty high. Pretty, it's really high. Yeah. I think it's, 
it's not even the highest in the league though, which is wild to me. Like people in our leagues are making good start to decisions, I guess, but it, it's a really, that's also something else you can look at too on specifically on sleeper, but go ahead, Luke. Sorry. No, you're fine, that. dude. I was just saying, you know, when it comes to fantasy football, you know, playoff strategy, I think one of my biggest pieces is, you know, finding those defenses in advance. You really want to yeah. target those defenses before the playoffs even start. You know, for this Tuesday, I added the defense for week 16 already uh, in Des Bryant's $25,000 yeah. league because this week I have a buy. You know, sp- speaking from the league yeah. I care about the most this year, for those who don't know who are listening, I know Hutch, you know. I'm in a I league do. right now with Des Bryant's company from Personal Corner, and the, the grand prize is $25,000 yeah. to whoever wins first place. It's unbelievable. And, um, you know, for me, that is life-changing money. For a lot of people, that's life-changing money. Oh, and yeah. I'm locked in. I, I'm the number two seed in that league. Number one and number two seeds both got buys. I got the buy. So thankful for that. I am two wins away from $25,000. So for me, what I really prioritize on the waiver wire, this week was week 16 because that's not until what's – when I play my next game this week, my players are just, you know, getting those sweet, sweet bench reps in, if you will. But in the future yep. here, week 16 next week, that's when the points really, really count. I want my guys to, you know, maybe they, maybe they have an off week this week. Maybe they get it out of their system. Maybe they put up a 70 point week just, just because. And then next week, I want 180. Come I can't on, wait to watch. I can't wait to see you tweeting about your team scoring 220 points or something stupid. Dude, I hope so. I would do a backflip. I do. I will do outlandish things on the internet if I win that $25,000. You can count on that right now. Um, yeah. You know, a little off topic, but doesn't it ever drive you crazy sometimes when you see like a Mr. Beast video, for example, and somebody wins like $100,000 or a car and they're like not even that excited? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes it's, yeah, sometimes it's really weird that that stuff is like, cause that stuff on the internet is given out. So willy nilly now, sometimes it kind of feels like, but that's like so life-changing. It's unbelievable. Dude, it's life-changing amounts of money it's, and life-changing, life-changing prizes and dollars and yeah. things. And people don't even get that excited. And you're people- talking about it as like a, you're, you're 22, right? Luke or 23. 22, yep. You're 22. Yeah. I'm like, I'm 17. I, I'm not even an adult yet. Yep. I can't even, like, I can't even, like, I don't live, I live in my parents' house. I don't even live alone. Yep. Like I'm still a kid. Like I can't even imagine what that money could do yeah it will go I, i've already told my friends and stuff like if i win the 25 grand we'll probably go out to a very nice dinner we'll probably get some drinks have a good time and yeah. then i'll put all the rest of it in my savings account and that'll be it. beautiful uh, i will not yes touch perfect it. man you should do it well also a lot of that will also go to taxes but that, that's okay. <laughs> taxes yes taxes you know i'll probably well, still take home do, save care of that and I'm, I'm very happy to do so absolutely man you should save it but anyways I, getting into the strategy part of that like i was yes, saying let's, you know, let's go back thousand dollar league is I looked ahead to the week 16 playoffs for my matchups. Good idea. And I think people should be doing that right now, as is. You know, week 15 oh, yeah. already started. Start looking for next week already, guys. You want to be doing that research. And for me, the defense I picked out of the guys on the waiver wire is going to be the Denver Broncos. You know, really solid defensive unit over the last few weeks in fantasy. Sorry, over their last one, two, three, four, five, six games, they've scored over 10 points. 18 against Kansas City, 10 against Ooh, Buffalo, 11 yeah, against man. Minnesota, 18 against Cleveland, 6 against Houston. And 16 against the Chargers. And in week 16, they're taking on the absolutely anemic New England Patriots offense. And then in week 17, too, in the championship, they're so they're going against Easton Stick and the Los Angeles Chargers, who are having a very tough half right now on prime yeah, time. So the, the Broncos are an extremely high priority waiver wire ad for me one. moving forward. I was gonna tweet it out, but I swear I'm taking this 25k so serious that even as a content creator, you won't even tweet it out. Usually, yeah, you won't even tweet I'm it. usually more than happy to take the risk, Hutch. I'm sure you can really yeah, okay, I'm same here. I mean, take the risk yeah, of putting yeah, my opinions out there. But with this league, uh-uh, yeah, hush, hush. Until I had yeah, them on my roster, 
They're mine. I'm not letting anyone touch them. But the Denver Broncos, only 33% roster on sleeper fantasy football leagues right now. Next week, they're going to be a top waiver ad when everyone sees them. I know things might already be kind of locked in your leagues, but depending, go take a peek, see if they're out there. I think they're worth a stash for week 16 and they're that championship matchup against Easton Stick and the Chargers in week 17. Yeah, I, I wrote down two defenses just in case you took one of them in the, and the, uh, sorry, the, what the heck did I say? The Broncos was one of them. And then yes. the other one I had written down, I had written down the Colts defense too. I really like the Colts defense right now. They're a really good fantasy defense. And right now, when you look at most roster percentages, they're under 40%. And nice. they, they get, Mitchell Trubisky, Desmond Ritter, and Aiden O'Connell is their next three matchups in terms of quarterbacks. They get some pretty fine matchups. And specifically, the thing about the Colts is so dangerous is they get so much pressure. Like, they are one of the – they blitz a ton. They get so much pressure on the quarterback. Those three guys under pressure is not going to lead to good things for those offenses. No, it will not. It's going to lead to a lot of bad things for that offense. It's going to lead to interceptions. It's going to probably lead to some fumbles, some sacks. And that's what you want for a fantasy defense. Not necessarily the low-scoring games. But you want turnovers. You want fumbles. That's what gets your defense's points, at least in most standard scoring leagues. Uh, I don't play with a ton of defense in leagues. Like most of my leagues don't have defense, but the ones that do, turnovers are like priority. Those are the one things that get you points. So here's the thing for me, Hutch, with the defenses, man, is like, listen, I'm, I think if it's an important league where you want to be the most competitive, balanced league possible, get rid of kickers, get rid of defense. But would agree. I'm a sucker for the classics, man. It's fun. It's so classics. fun to have the kicker in the defense. I'm a sucker a for the classics. I really am. It's the classic way you play fantasy football. You have a kicker. You have a defense. You have, defense. You have two wide receivers, yep. two running backs, a tight end, and a quarterback, and a flex. flex. And that's your team. Yep. And that is the perfect – that's the beauty of it, man. There's no other game in the world where you're screaming at your TV because your best friend is going to shit talk you for the rest of your life because a kicker got 20 fantasy points, and that's why he beat you in your matchup. Yep. It's magic. You have 100%, man. It adds that little certain genesis that you can't just get. 100%, man. I love that so much. It really is. It really is what fantasy football is all about. But um, because, but speaking back to the defenses, that would be I love the Broncos. I wrote that one down. I thought that was great. And then the Colts. I think those are that's a good defensive stream as well. So, and you got and even if you're on by and like Luke said, even if you're on by, that does not mean you get to just not pay attention to your league this week. You gotta look and see what's going on in week sixteen. Gotta be in the lab. Hey, pick baby. up those players. So, Luke, what about uh, what about some quarterback streamers that you like for the next few weeks? Dude, give me Jake Browning, man. I'm in. I'm yeah, in. I'm in. I like that. Train, baby. Let's do I didn't it. Write down, the reason I like I'm it. saying that is because I think you know, the waiver wire quarterbacks, it's few and far between. You're going to get a lot of those 10 point to 17 point performances. Jake Browning's been a guy who's been able to get above that off the waiver wire for you. He's probably still sitting there. I doubt a lot of people are picking him up right now. Go check. I think it's worthwhile checking. He has the weapons on any given week with the matchups to go out there and perform. He's produced well above expectations so far. I'm not necessarily saying that he's going to keep doing that. But like I mentioned, it's really difficult to find somebody off the waiver wire in a, in a, uh, you know, a pretty barren quarterback landscape to go out there and find somebody who could produce at a higher level for you and your fantasy teams, especially in the playoffs where you need that certain oomph. I think Browning might be the only guy who can really give that to you, especially if you lost a Justin Herbert type. Yeah, absolutely. The only thing I would say about that is watch Jamar Chase's status. He's been limited in practices. So uh, watch his health status. If he's not healthy, then that's a, quite a concern for Jake Browning. But otherwise, yeah. I completely agree. Jake Browning is a great option off the waiver wire. I have two names I wrote down. The first one I like a lot better than the second, but I'll talk about Joe Flacco. Uh, I mean, 40-plus pass times and two-plus touchdowns each of his last two weeks. And the next two matchups he gets are Chicago and Houston, two defenses that let up a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. 
And then he gets the Jets in week 17, the championship round. That isn't a great matchup, but it's also a revenge game for Joe Flacco. So maybe that Joe Flacco not- revenge game is going to hit like crack, man. Let yeah, it, it could look like it could hit crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, people are going to go crazy for that one. So you could, I mean, you could bench him that week because it's a tough defense, or you could just start him going for that revenge game in your championship matchup. I mean, if you really want to, you can go for it. I would not blame you at all. And the other one I like, I feel like I'm a little worried about this one. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure how high the upside is. But if you're really like, there are some leagues where they're just no quarterbacks because you're in a home league where everyone's rostering two quarterbacks and it's just, bro, that's the way mine left. is right now. My home league, it's a lot there's nobody of left. Yeah. And there's just nobody left. Tommy DeVito, I think you can play him. I mean, he hasn't been picked. I mean, even with how, like, you know, how, you know, how this has gone viral and how amazing it's been for Tommy DeVito and how the relationship with him and the Giants has seemed great. He has not been picked up in plenty of leagues. He's still available in like 60, He's 70. Italian, baby. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, he, this week against New Orleans, that's not going to be fun. But in week 16 and 17, he gets Philadelphia and he gets the Rams. Two really, really weak secondaries, especially Philadelphia. Unbelievably weak secondary. They're terrible against quarterbacks and fancy wide receivers. He's going to be well, he's going to be a great stream in that week. And against the Rams as well. So if you really are in need of a quarterback, look at week 16 and 17 for uh, Tommy DeVito. That's going to be a no, really. I don't. I don't hate those picks at all. I think DeVito has been playing pretty decent fantasy. He played decent football. Right I like I mean, it. Like, I like it. And the receiving room also. Darren Waller is back and limited in practice, so he could be coming back. And I know we we haven't seen ton from Darren Waller this year, but earlier before he was injured, he was getting a lot of targets in the offense. He was doing solid with it. So if he comes back, that could make it even better for against Philly. And I, I was going to say away. here to kind of wrap up this very against tight ends. Yeah, I was going to say, just kind of wrap up this like streamer section here. I don't think you're going to get a lot of quality wide receivers out there, but tight ends is a no. position you might be looking to stream. Darren Waller's a guy to look on. Yeah, he is. 100%. There. I wrote him down. He's, he's like, on you, waivers. You got to pick him up. Yeah, you got to pick he's him up. He's on waivers. Go check him out. He's going to get targets. He might feel yep. gross. He's going to get volume. I think you can still argue he's the most quality pass catching weapon they have there when he's healthy. I think it makes a lot of sense for them to kind of feed him the ball here when he comes back. He's fresh, exactly. hopefully. Especially I think he, with, could be, uh, he could be a league winner. He really could be. He could be a sneaky good league winner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just look at the stats when he was playing early in the season. Like, he wasn't superstar unbelievable, but he was not bad. Like, he wasn't bad no. at all. When he was on the field, he was getting a lot of volume. He was good for fantasy. And the two matchups, you know, talking about week 16 17 with Philly and Rams, those are both weak defenses when you look against the tight end position. They're terrible, especially the Rams. The Rams, every single tight end goes against off against the Rams. It's ridiculous when you look all at those of points. It's all-, all of them. Like, every single one. Every single one. Titans who haven't even played against the Rams yet, they've probably gone off against the Rams. Like, it's just ridiculous. They're, every Titan goes off against the Rams. But, uh, but yeah, the, the, I love Darren Walls to pick up. And I also want to shout out Logan Thomas, too. When you look at the matchups yeah. where he's played, like, advantageous matchups for tight ends, his four matchups where he's played a bottom 10 tight end defense, he's gone for 10-10, 10-4, 10-50, and 10-13. Like, that's pretty good production. And he gets the Rams, the Jets as his next two matchups. Those are both very advantageous matchups when you look at fantasy points allowed to the tight end position. And this this offense is ridiculous. I mean, they pass a ton. They throw it downfield. Sam Howell, nearly a league leader in passing yards right now. And he could be at the end of the season. He's been at, uh, he's been that point uh, at points this season. So I wouldn't be surprised if Logan Thomas has a really solid finish this year. Hey, speaking of tight ends, Michael Mayer just scored a big touchdown here for the Raiders. Yeah. Absolutely stomping. Oh my God. Right 28, 28 to zero with nine minutes to go in the second quarter. Aiden Ooh. O'Connell is the third passing. Dude, he's not, Brandon Staley's not going to make it. 
He's Dude, not going to I'm telling he's you, gone. man, they're going to fire him right now. I'm, I want the owner to walk down and just say, like, you're fired. Just get him out, man. It's unbelievable. 28-0 to the Raiders with playoffs on the line. Oh, my goodness, man. That's so bad. <laughs> Dude, Staley is a joke, man. Are you serious? Unbelievable. Like, like, he was, like he started out hot. He started out nice. He started. He seemed to be good with the media. He seemed fun. Yeah. He started out really nice, but the last while it's been like, oh my goodness, what is this? It's been a disaster. Oh my goodness, Luke, you got anything else to add before we wrap up? No, I'm, I'm actually just tweeting right now. If anyone started Aiden O'Connell in fantasy because he's hooping right now, like I yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, I man, see. He, is, he is. I want to oh see how many goodness. points he has, dude. Because like he's yeah, what does he have? What's he at? What's he see. at? He's got to be. He's got to be pretty up there right now. He's at 17 already. <laughs> yeah, because he's throwing. Like he already three. has three passing touchdowns. Yeah, he's three passing touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Like he's up there, man. It's funny that like Michael Meyer, Trey Tucker, and um, uh, and Jacoby Myers all have touchdowns, and Vontae Adams sitting with like five fantasy points. He has six targets, only two catches. And it's funny. Me and my dad are going against each other in the playoffs for our home league this week, and he has. Oh, that's so, that's an intense one. That's yeah, an me and my dad one. are going dad against each other. That's an intense oh, one. it's so fun, man! I we have been talking trash all week. Oh, so fun! I love fantasy football, man. But yeah, I'm so so excited. I and the thing is, I was I was I I scraped and clawed my way into the playoffs in this league. I beat him last week by like seventy points to get into the playoffs. Really? So where he gets, we get a Damn. rematch now. Yeah, I That's crushed intense. him last week. Crushed That's him. That's intense. So yeah, we get a matchup. He's up. trying to get, get his get back. back. Yeah, he's gonna try to get get back. We'll see how it goes, but it'll be a fun week. So right now I'm slated to win by like 13. So I think, I mean, for right now right. I'm doing okay, but, but yeah, we'll see what Devontae Adams is for the rest of this game. I'm expecting not much because they're gonna start running the ball like crazy. They, they end, probably will be. They probably the will be honestly. Yeah. All right, here to close this out, here's what I'll say for the fantasy football playoffs. Don't overthink it. Yes, I would say that too, yeah. Don't overthink it. Start your best players unless they have Mm -hmm. horrible matchups. The matchups are very important on a week-to-week basis. If you have a player who's projected around 12 points and they have a horrible matchup, go with a player who's projected 11 with a great matchup. That's my my advice there. Second thing is look at your matchups and see what you need to win. Do you need floor plays or do you need ceiling plays? If you're projected to win by 20 – Go with a safer guy. If you're projected to lose by 20, go with a Gabe Davis, for example. Swing for those fences, baby. But like good it. luck out there, everybody. Don't beat yourself up if you lose. It's a lot of luck in the fantasy playoffs, happens, brothers, yeah. brothers All right. and sisters. But those point scores, those points for, if you were in first place in the regular season, you score the most points, congratulations. You are a good fantasy football player. Look yourself in the mirror tomorrow. Kiss yourself on the lips and get ready for next season if you lose. <laughs> if not, lock in. Yeah, it's time. Exactly. We're here to yeah. win championships not make friends don't be afraid to play waiver wire defense people get, might get mad at you for it but if the other team needs a running back take all those running backs out the waiver wire yeah make them angry make them feel the pain and make sure you talk a lot of trash and one thing one last thing i'll add real quick remember guys this is the playoffs you only get a few shots you only get a couple games to play go big or go home i'm like i'm like looking at my matchups here and you know sometimes you want to play the safer player but if you're looking at you know, if you're looking at a player that you know has risk, but you know has so much upside, I'm favoring that player a little bit more sometimes. I'm giving that player a little extra value because the playoffs, you got to go big if you want to win. you got to go big. Gotta go big baby. The guys who win the playoffs are the ones who take the risks and win those risks, who get those bets nice. right. I'm looking at players, like I'm talking about players like Lamar Jackson, who has been so inconsistent this year, unbelievably inconsistent. I'm trusting in my fantasy football playoffs and hoping those big games come. 
I'm I'm talking about Gabe Davis, a guy I don't think he's scored a game between zero and 20 points this year. I don't think it's happened yet for fantasy. It's been unbelievable his season so far. But uh, Gabe Davis, if you if you have him in your lineups and the advantage the matchup looks advantageous in any way play for him, him, play him, get him in your lineups, take that risk, for you. take that shot. He could win it for you. That's the last thing I want to add. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I mean, let's just close out the show here. Hutch, give some people some words of advice and bring us home. Uh, man, uh, have fun. Yeah, like Luke said, have fun. Talk trash. It's the fantasy football playoffs, baby. And hey, even if you don't win the fantasy football playoffs, it's not over. You got the NFL playoffs coming up soon. It's not all over yet. We got plenty of time for nice. football. It's going to be great. Just Enjoy win, baby. Everybody. Just win. See you guys next week. Have a good day, everybody. Until next time, peace. See ya.